you gotta feel, you feel like you gotta get up and dance when that song's going. Sing. So. Thanks, Fred and Adeline. The scripture this morning comes from the tenth chapter of Hebrews, verses twenty-three through twenty-five. And let me uh, give you a quick word about about Hebrews. Hebrews is uh, we call it the letter to the Hebrews. It's really not a letter at all. What it is is a sermon. And it, it goes on for uh, a number of chapters. But in that sermon, the, the writer's purpose, the author's purpose, is to make the argument for the supremacy, the, the worthiness of Christ above any and, and every other, other thing that we can hope for. And so uh, from the beginning of the book until the end of the, uh, or beginning of the sermon to the end of the sermon, that's what the author is doing. So the difficulty for the, the preacher is to preach a sermon about a sermon. And so that uh, is the task that I'll uh, you know, try to do today. And so when you're doing that, what you're doing is, is basically you're kind of lifting a little piece from the sermon. And this morning, we're lifting up three verses to you uh, from this sermon about the supremacy of Christ and about our relationship with Christ. So, this 10th chapter, verses 23 through 25. Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who has promised is faithful. And let us consider how to provide one another or provoke one another to love and good deeds, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. We come to worship hoping and holding on to God's promises. We come hoping for something that that we haven't realized yet. God has promised that a day is coming when war will be ended. When justice will roll down like a mighty river. And when death will be no more and pain will be ended. God has promised that a time is coming when no mother will weep for children that she has lost. A time where no one will be without food or shelter. A time when there will be a great homecoming and we will all eat at God's banquet table. We come hoping and holding on to God's promises. And we Christians live in a world where we do not yet see the fulfillment of these promises. And painfully reminded this week of how far we are from realizing God's promises fulfilled and seeing the tragedy, the trauma of what has happened in one of the great cities in the world. And being reminded that this is not the only great city in the world in which this kind of trauma has occurred. 
and remembering that there are people that aren't in great cities that are experiencing death, where mothers are weeping because they've lost their children, where people are without food and without shelter, not because they weren't working hard, not because they weren't trying, but because they have been displaced from businesses, from fields, farms, by violence, by warfare. It's difficult to cling to hope in the midst of everything that we see, not just in this world, but sometimes the circumstances of our own life can seem overwhelming. Hopeless. A couple of movies that have come out over the last few years that both deal with the theme of redemption. They're both violent movies, uh, violent in different ways, but nonetheless, they are violent. In one of those movies, the central character expresses these words about hope. You know, hope is a mistake. If you can't fix what's broken, you'll go insane. Mad Max from the Mad Max movies. From Shawshank Redemption, Red, character played by Morgan Freeman. Hope, he says to Andy Dufresne, hope is a dangerous thing. Hope can drive a man insane. But in that movie, Shawshank Redemption, Andy Dufresne, after years of working to escape, writes a letter back to to Red. And he says these words. He says this, Hope is a good thing, maybe the best of things, and no good thing dies. To hold fast is to hear the words of the gospel song, in the midst of whatever's going on in our life, whatever's going on in this world, to hear the words of the gospel song, hear my cry, hear my call, hold my hand, lest I fall. Take my hand, precious Lord, lead me home. When we hold fast to the confession of our hope, we're holding on, to the one who gives us hope, Jesus Christ. And the preacher advocates, uh, lifts that up for us. But he goes on to say, provoke one another to love and good deeds. Push each other along the right path. Too often in in church, it seems to be our goal to to want to pull people back onto the right path. One of my favorite songs uh, from my youth was a song called Signs. And uh, it was sung by the five-man electrical band. And I can see by your blank expressions that you have no idea who the five-man electrical band is. There you go. Here's the refrain of that song. Signs, signs, 
Everywhere there's signs blocking out the scenery, breaking my mind. Do this, don't do that. Can't you read the signs? Signs, signs everywhere. There's signs. And I wonder sometimes if, if that's how people see the church. Signs everywhere. Blocking out the scenery. Blocking out the message of the church. Breaking people's minds. Rather than encouraging each other, which is what the preacher in Hebrews is saying, encouraging each other along the right path. Pushing us along. Pushing each other. Provoking us to love and to do good deeds. Not do this, don't do that, but encouraging, pushing us, moving us, moving, you know, helping each other to do that. Well, when we gather in this place, it gives us a glimpse of God's kingdom. There's an importance to to worshiping together to being together, to experiencing God's presence together, to holding fast together, to being reminded in in, uh, different times in our life through cards and letters and prayers that, that overflow to hold fast that other people are encouraging us to do that and are praying for us to do that. People we know, you, praying for each other, encouraging each other, gathering with each other, doing stuff together, stuff like Jubilee Christmas and the mitten tree, or even being taught by Carolyn Kanehe to hula dance. Doing stuff together. Holding on. See, this this isn't an American Idol place. This isn't the voice. This isn't Dancing with the Stars or Survivor where the tribe is spoken and you're no longer welcome, where you get voted out, where somebody's told you you can't dance. This is a place where we gather together. And when we gather, we get glimpses of the kingdom of God. We gather together. We're welcomed in the name of God. We're reminded of the promises, the hope that we have in Jesus Christ. Even in the midst of daunting, overwhelming circumstance, we remember the promises. John Bunyan, who wrote Pilgrim's Progress, had a a vision during his uh, time in in ministry and time as an author, 18th century. And he wrote these these words about what he experienced one night in a uh, word that came to him. Sinner, thou think that because of thy sins and infirmities... I cannot save thy soul. But behold my son, 
is seated by me, and upon him I will look, and not on thee. And I will deal with thee according as I am well pleased with him. Did you catch that? Upon him I will look, and not on thee. And I will deal with thee according as I am pleased with him. Paul expresses it in the 8th chapter of Romans this way. There's absolutely nothing, absolutely nothing that will separate us, will separate you from the love of God that's yours in Christ Jesus. Hold fast. God's promises are sure. And one thing God has has promised, asked us to do, he's told us he'll be with us always. The world needs some light. And Jesus said, you're the light of the world. Go into some dark places and be that light. Go, Go forward. Not in your own strength than the strength that Christ has promised you, that God has promised you through Christ. You be that light. The world needs it. And Jesus says he'll walk with you to provide it. Let's pray. Dear God, we thank you for the hope beyond what we can see. And Lord, remind us that that really is what hope is. God, remind us the reality of your presence, your promise that you'll always be with us, even to the end of the age. God, we walk in that hope revealed to us through Jesus Christ. It's in his name we pray. Amen.